0: Hello, this is Sillu, welcoming you to the first episode of the EYESG podcast. Every fortnight, we look at the most important areas that India Inc. would deal with as they curate their sustainability journey via ESG, Environment, Social and Governance. To give you a brief background and to sound well prepared for this podcast, SEBI launched the new Business Responsibility and Sustainability Reporting, which is the BRSR framework, in May 2021 to replace the existing Business Responsibility Reporting, which is the BRR framework, and to address the need to extend and enhance the ESG disclosures in India. The guidelines were applicable to the top 1000 listed entities for reporting on a voluntary basis for FY 2021-22 and currently in FY 2022-23, it is mandatory for them. To enlighten us and elucidate more on this in simple words, I have with me Chaitanya Kalia, partner and national leader of the climate change and sustainability services at EY India. Chaitanya has over 22 years of experience with EY, and he has significantly contributed to build this practice. A climate change expert, advisor on non-financial reporting, digitally savvy, and an ornithologist. Welcome to the podcast, Chaitanya, and thanks very much for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Silu. I'm very glad that you have picked this topic. It is very relevant, extremely important, for all the large organization. And at the same time, it is significantly relevant for the investors as well.
0: Absolutely Chaitanya. Let me start with the most basic question. What is included in the BRSR norms and how are they different from the corporate social responsibility reports or the BRR guidelines?
1: What BRSR norms are today, is to disclose organizations' non-financial performance. Non-financial performance is a very large subject as you can imagine. Therefore CSR aspect, even the BRR aspect earlier which was mandatory, all are now included within BRSR. Although the regulations related to CSR would remain as it is, the BRR is getting replaced by the new Business Responsibility and Sustainability Report. This is how it is going to be. But as you asked me, simply put, I always say that this these are all about disclosing your organization's non-financial performance.
0: Sitanya, how do the SEBI BRSR norms compare with similar reporting norms that have been mandated in other countries, especially developed countries? Would you care to explain that, please?
1: That's right, Sido. The BRSR, the way it is defined it has used several of the established global framework at that point of time. The, the people who have drafted these PRSR framework norms have done a very good job. They have looked at several of them. And now it is, you know, all encompassing a very, very detailed framework. Uh, another point was how it differs or how it relates with similar norms in other countries. So one thing is that it is very detailed, therefore whatever is happening in other parts of the world is also getting covered for us in India. But at the same time, there is a key difference if I compare to some of the developed countries such as in US. US is following a sector specific disclosure now. For example, for a manufacturing sector, the set of disclosure required would be different then, for example, a services sector or a IT sector. Whereas BRSR in India, it is one size fit all. So one, one kind of a disclosure norm is applicable to everyone. Now there are both views and counter views on that. What I understand, BRSR is going to be part of the annual report. Now annual report, as you know, does not distinguish between sectors. So if annual report for a, IT company and a manufacturing company, they they all are defined in the same manner. Similarly, BRSR for all the sectors in India, they are defined in the same manner. So these are some small differences, but overall BRSR, I would say, is very, very detailed. And any investor, anyone want information out of BRSR, they should be able to do so.
0: Moving on, Chaitanya, if you have to create a checklist for an Indian company who is preparing itself to meet the reporting norms, What would they be in order of priority? What would your take be on this? I would start
1: with looking at own operations. Most of the questions related to BRSA, REPE companies looking at their own operations and how it is impacting environment, social aspect and how the governance is being looked at. Most of the questions would get answered. Second, I would look at is on the upstream or the supply side, so supply chain. How robust supply chain is in terms of disclosing the ESG norms, that would be the second. And third, I would look at on the downstream, which is on the impact on customers. So based on the company's operation, how they are impacting customers, uh, those questions are also there. So that would be my third point. So this is how I would, you know, bifurcate
0: and look at it. What will be the benefits for them in terms of interacting with investors and other stakeholders, according to you?
1: The way it is getting defined, Sailor, is it's going to be part of the annual report. So definitely a lot of investors are going to refer it. And today we also know that those agencies who are helping investors to understand financial information, we typically call them you know, the rating agency, they are also looking at both financial and non-financial information. Separately, sometime together as well. So that is how investor will get benefited. They will have more information to make a view about how companies performing and they will take a more informed decision.
0: Lastly, how well do you think these top 1000 companies are prepared for these reporting norms? I mean, I understand Sebi has been talking of the BRSR since about a decade now.
1: It's way of disclosure and I believe that most of the company, not only I believe, I know because i worked with several of them, uh, they are well prepared, they do the right thing and now it is only about using a framework and disclosing. I'm not saying that it all will be 100% aligned to the T, but as a philosophy, as a right way of doing things, most of the companies are not going to face very, very significant challenge. But at the same time, you know, some of the areas when they are talking beyond their own operational boundaries, such as for the customers and suppliers and supply chain, I think some more work would be required. Otherwise, most of the companies, I believe, are well prepared to give more information to stakeholder at large, investors, customer, etc. And overall, they would be able to capitalize on this opportunity.
0: That wraps up our session, Chaitanya. Thanks so much for taking the time out today and enlightening us on this very important subject.
1: Thank you, Silu. I also enjoyed your question and responding to that. Thank you
0: so much. Thank you. With this, we come to the end of this episode. Visit our website www.ey.com in to know more about our BRSR guidelines. Access our ESG compass and leave us comments on other such topics on ESG that you would like us to deep dive into. Signing off now, thank you for listening in.